Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that your love never fails. It's always present. It always heals. It always delivers. It always takes us to a safe place, a place where we don't have to strive. We don't have to beg. All we do is perceive. We just thank you that this is the day that you have made, and we made a decision to rejoice and be glad in it. We operate from that perspective that we don't have to perform for you, that we sit at your table, and you cause our enemies to be under us. You give us victory in every area of our lives, and you perfect those things that concern us, no matter how far back. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, worship. Guys, guys, the young children, children, they, they need to stay right here. <laughs> stay right here. Father, we thank you that they were able to see what worship looks like. <sighs> thank you that you are awesome, God. How many of y'all feel selfish if you recognize that I'm the one God loves? I'm talking about you. Can you receive that? Yes. Or do you feel selfish like, well, maybe he loves somebody else more than me. Y- y'all able to, to grab hold to that thing or hold on to it? Because that's an awesome place to be. Some people never heard that they were loved. came in being loved. He knew you in the womb. So he knew what he was getting. <laughs> People trying to figure out is a boy or girl. He know what it is. He knows what we are. He knows what we're capable of doing. <sighs> and he don't care how far back he got to go. So, what I'm teaching on, let's do this submission prayer. Because <laughs> he changed the script, buddy. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. Who's clicking? I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others, be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, 
condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. So years ago, when I was 10 years old, I got two, two older brothers, Tim, who's here, and James, or we call him Buzz, who's the oldest brother. And my dad was this type of man that what he would do is he knew how to fix everything, anything. He replaced engines. I don't care whether it was warm or whether it was cold, he would be out there and he would replace them. And he built that house that we lived in. And anything that needed to be done, he would do it. But he had a special child. <laughs> child called Paul. So Tim and Buzz, and they would have their hammers. So Dad had three hammers. And one was for Tim, one was for Buzz, and one was for Dad. But when I would look at the hammer, I would see it as, well, if Dad telling him what to do, then that hammer must be for me. So I would grab the hammer. If I saw Tim and Buzz hammering the nail, guess what I'd do? Grab it, hammer the nail. But there was one thing about, and that's why I'm asking the children to stay, because I, I want to talk about your parents. So I would be able to ham, hammer the nail halfway through before Dad would grab the hammer from my hand. And I took that personal. Because why is Tim and Buzz hammering the nail all the way through, but why am I hammering just halfway before he grabs? So guys, later on in years, I had to get counseling for that because I couldn't finish anything. I would cut the front grass, but didn't cut the back until the next day. I would start something, I could go halfway, but I couldn't go all the way. And see, as you grow older and more mature, you will find out that because I was 10, my dad was concerned about whether I would hurt myself. But that didn't stop the anger that I felt. Because how come he let them finish, but he won't let me? But I'm going to tell you how precious God is. Now, when I went to counseling, I forgave my dad for that. And I learned over time, that's why he took the hammer away. Because his goal was to make sure I wouldn't be hurt. But let me tell you what happened. Know what you say from simple to intense? When I said about gratitude, it can start out with something simple. Something simple. And it can go all the way to something intense. So let me tell you what happened. Tim had this hammer, this dad's hammer. I'm 63 years old. This happened when I was 10. So even in, if you ever came to me for counseling, you recognize that when I give you the forgiveness prayer, that that's on there. 
So y'all check that out. Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive my dad for causing me to feel. And so now you see it in that, that box right there. I gave it as an example. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive my dad for causing me to feel inadequate by taking the hammer. What did it say? Out of my hand and not allowing me to finish hammering the nail. But guess what happened? 53 years later, my brother and I, Tim and I, together, he takes dad's hammer and he hands it to me. He didn't know how powerful that was. But for 53 years, that's been dad's hammer. And you're going to tell me that God don't perfect that which concerns you. Dad didn't know anything about that hammer. Or we never talked about it. But my brother, thank you, Tim. You had no idea what you did. And see, that's what I'm talking about, the simple to the intense. So when he gave me the hammer, I just said, thank you. I was happy about it. So that was simple. But when I went upstairs and was alone, I started to weep. Because God played back all those tapes, all those CDs about when I thought dad was this way. <laughs> he was doing this for me. So we can misunderstand situations and circumstance. 53 years later, my dad passed in 85. God finished this. And you're going to tell me he won't perfect that which concerns you? 53 years later, and I saw this video of all the things dad did for me. He the one called me in the ministry. On his deathbed. I had questions for him. Curly and I was sitting there, and we was talking to him. And he said, uh, you, you know you're supposed to be a pastor. You know you've been called into ministry. And Curly bust out laughing. She, she, she hit, you, you know how people can hit you like that? Because she had told me that. She the one who told me to go to Bible school. And he looked at her, and he said, I don't know what you're laughing about. You've been called with him. <laughs> then I began to shout. <laughs> God's not finished with us, guys. You think those things still have a hold on you? But see, he knew. Can I be transparent for a little while? <laughs> I was a wild dude in college. My dad noticed my grades. Because they were C's. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, I started making A's. And dad said, boy... In our culture, when your parents call you boy, that's, that's, that's serious business. He said, boy, who you messing with? Because whoever you messing with, you need to stay with them. Because they got a future. And they will help take you further and further in ministry. So guess who that was? There it is right there. <laughs> we think we know everything. 50, he circle waited for 53 years 
for something I had forgot about. He hadn't forgot about you. He hadn't forgot about the people that hurt you. The people who did wrong to you. Because he will perfect. That may make it right, fix it, adjust it. So you can see it. See, I can see this. I mean, this day is so anointed, so powerful. When Larry was helping renovate the church, we started in February. And what happened was him and Tim would come in in the morning. So they would be here like nine in the morning to, to when we got here, five or whatever. And Larry mistakenly took the hammer. Mistakenly. So you guys know Larry has passed. And his wife called Tim and said, uh, I got some tools down here, and I think Larry would want you to have them. <laughs> I'm talking about perfecting that which concerns you. So Tim goes down to the garage, and he's looking through stuff. He says, only one thing I need to take. The hammer was sitting where it could be seen. Am I important to him? That he moved a whole lot of stuff to get that hammer to me. What is he moving to get to you? What is, who is he moving to get to you? Who is he moving out of your way so that they can't get to you any further? So I'm grateful for my father. Because we're talking about gratitude, right? I'm grateful that my father taught me family first and then you. When we went out somewhere to eat, because it was a bunch of us, <laughs> he would be the last one to order because he wanted to make sure that the children and the wife got what she wanted first. When CDs was out, I mean, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a smoke in the bandit. What, what, what were them things called? You, you know, you talk on it, got a cord on CDs. What is it called? Huh? Say it again. Is it CB? CB radio. He made sure all the bills paid, the family got everything they need, and then he ordered one. But he would only order his, his thing, after he knew everything was taken care of. So when I want something, Curly got to get after me about it. Got the money for it, but I want to make sure everything is taken care of. She said, Paul, would you just order the bike? Would you just order the bike? <laughs> so I'm looking at this bike, and bike's expensive. So but I'm talking about how my dad taught me about putting family first. So I showed her this, this, this $3,000 bike. And she said, Paul, let me get this straight. Let, let me get understanding. See, see, she don't never come at you like this. She come at you like this. She said, now, you're driving a Mercedes, but you're trying to buy a cheap bike. <laughs> and, 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 you know, this is what my wife do. She say what needs to be said, then she walks away. <laughs> 
I said, yeah. You know, I thought about it a couple of hours. Yeah, babe, you're right. You know, because I always come back and tell you if you're right. And you need to practice that. Because some people want to be right, right for, I mean, for wrong reasons. Somebody right, you tell them. Came back, yeah, babe, you're right. I'm going to go ahead and get the bike. Okay. She said, good for you. Do that smile thing. But I learned from my dad. I'm grateful to my father for teaching me about family dinner. Because see, when you have a family dinner, you get to see all your children, get to hear about their day. Now, I don't know what time, any of y'all ever had family dinner? You grew up like that? Did y'all have a special time? I was six o'clock, y'all six o'clock, what, what time were y'all? Six? And in your body, notice what I give you to say, you better been there at six o'clock. Yeah, we, we had a basketball court down at the bottom of the hill, and we could tell by the sun. <laughs> and man, we'd be running up the hill. Dad, Dad would ask some questions. We'd listen to him and Mom talk. Well, you learn a whole lot when you shut up and listen. Uh-oh. We would hear about things that we would need to know later. And, uh, you know, we had one or two people show up. I'm looking at the clock. Show up a little special. One minute or two minutes off. And that was special. Don't let it happen again. See, Dad was a silent man. He was so silent that when he spoke, like, what is it, E.F. Hutton? E.F. Hutton took stuff from my dad. Because when Dad said something to you, it meant something. Now, now, he passed that on to Curly because I don't have that talent yet. <laughs> but at dinner, when you sit down, don't, don't go watch TV while it's dinner time. Sit down and talk to your family. Spend time with them. Find out what's going on. Ask some questions. You know, one of us showed up a little high one day at the table. You don't wear sunglasses to a six o'clock table. <laughs> and what was cool was he would just motion. This meant take the sunglasses off. Okay. And when the sunglasses were moved, you got red eyes. And he'd just do like this. What that mean? Don't do it again. Sunglasses never came to the table again. Affection for his wife. See, some people think preachers are innocent. I'm not. He wasn't either. We, we, we like being with our wives. So every time dad getting, go to, getting ready to go to work, he would kiss, kiss my mom. We tried to hang around so we could see the kiss. Y'all yeah, know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Every now and then I see him tapper. <laughs> With kids, that means you know you're touching somebody. Okay, is that good enough? Yeah. yeah, they know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking about. I see kids doing like this. <laughs> but I took that with my wife. But when Jazz and Mika was there, they, they always peeping at something. So I do it in front of them. So when they get married, y'all fill in the blanks, y'all can do that? So you don't tolerate. You determine how you want your house to be. How you want your marriage to be. 
You step in. Say what you want. But dad, I want to be, I'm grateful that my dad taught me about protecting children. Now, it was only two times that I really went fishing. Tell no one of them. And Tamika, I'm talking to you. Tamika had this great idea. Let's go fishing. <laughs> so her and the sign and Tim and I go fishing. Now, if you only got 12 worms, you think you're only going to be there for a few hours. We ended up spending the night out in the wilderness. At night, that's when you hear large animals getting in the water, but you can't see them. You can hear them. Ploosh. So we didn't have no food. They, they, Tamika and, and Deshaun came up with a bright idea. Tim, won't you send dad to get something to eat? Now we in way in the country. They sent me to a place. And I was the only black. And I walked in and everything stopped. And there's 830 at night. And I mean, nothing moved. And I'm praying in tongues so that I was able to do that. Then I get back in the car and I make it back to, the, to where they're fishing. So when Tim asked me, let's go fishing. No. <laughs> no. No. And no. He said, we'll just be there a little while. Nah, that's all right, bruh. So when, the other time I went fishing was with my dad and Tim and Buzz. And this is what I learned about protecting children. We walking through the, waving through the water to get to the place they want to be. A snake comes up out of the water beside me. My father grabs me by the arm and lifts me up past the snake. I'm looking down like that. So he taught me, you protect your children. Because we can get special when you mess with our children, okay? But I learned that from him. I saw him studying the word because he was a pastor of three churches. I saw him studying the word. And he would get alone and he would get quiet. And he would start writing on a pad, a piece of paper, as he studied the word. And I saw it. That he spent time studying the word. He did it before supper or did it after supper. But you knew not to come around that, that place because it's a quiet place in the presence of the Lord. And I watched it. I watched what he did. So those are the things I'm grateful for. Now I know not everybody had a dad or a mom like the one I have or had. But I'm asking you, what's one thing that you can be grateful for pertaining to your parents? So this can be mom or dad. And, and we're going to take time for it. We're going to take time for it. And my, my mic people, they're ready to talk to me. So what's one thing? Because guys, I got a scripture for you. It's going to open your eyes so big that it's going to be amazing. Yes, ma'am. What's one thing you can be thankful for for your parents? Grateful for the wholesome upbringing that okay. I had. Wholesome upbringing, okay. All right. I'm thankful both for both of them that they were always supportive and let me be me. Let you do you. Okay, all right. Got some over here. What's one thing that I can be grateful for for my parents? Both of my parents always encouraged me that I can. Uh, that I can. Okay. Okay. And you're right beside you. Go ahead. 
I'll um, share about both my parents. I, I didn't grow up in the house of both of them. Okay. So my mom was very protective. She always went to bat for me. Okay. Um, and that was important. I never realized how important that was. I just thought she just loved being at school embarrassing me. Okay. But no, <laughs> she had my back. Okay. And, and I brought that into... Okay, so and my dad... <clears throat> When I met my dad, I was 15. Okay. And the first thing he did was apologize to me. Cold And he acknowledged what he did. He acknowledged his shortcomings. And um, he apologized to apologized. me. Apologized, okay. He never lied to me. Okay, okay, so. thank you. Got one right here. Go ahead. I'm thankful that my um, parents showed me how to work hard for what you want in life. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm grateful that my mom did everything for me, okay. for, for my good. She even went without things for herself okay. in order that I could have the best. I'm grateful for my father. He worked two and three jobs. Mm -hmm sometimes just to make sure that the family was taken care of. Amen. Who else? Yes, ma'am. My mom. There it is. Made sure that I had everything that I needed, even if I didn't want okay. what I needed. She made sure I had it. Okay. Amen. Within my parents, they always have my back. Okay. Like, <laughs> if, if there's like a bully at school, they're going to be like, what's their name? Okay. <laughs> what's their last name? Who's their parents? Okay. You know, they'd be like, if I need to come up to the school, then just say the word, you know? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Make a chest stick out, boy. I tell you. Yes, sir. You always bless me so much. Okay. 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 All right. Um, for my mom, for doing everything that she could to take care of me and my brother. And then for my dad for never ceasing to look for me, because like even after he and my mom split up and like my mom cut off all contact with him, like he still over the years was like trying to at least find where I was so he could like talk to me, get to know me, and stuff like that. So okay, okay, yeah. all right. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Oh, sir, I can't see who you are. I'm grateful for okay. my parents for providing for us and protecting us and okay. making sure we went to school and got education. Okay, all right. You got one over here? I'm thankful for the long talks. The long talks, okay. <laughs> he said, that's all I'm gonna say. He, he said, that's all I'm gonna say for the long talks. So I'm thankful for my mom showing me how to be resourceful. How to be resourceful, okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you for my mom and my dad giving me stuff, and that's nice. Okay, all right, giving you stuff, and that's nice. All right, guys, how can you turn a negative into a positive? Because, see, somebody didn't have parents like what I described. How can you turn a negative into a positive? You can choose to focus on what they did well. Because when I show you this scripture, See, see, this is where we miss it. God gave me a word a few weeks ago, and I said, our intellect can destroy the power of God. Not that the power of God stopped, but it's not working in us because we use our intellect over his, his endless power and ability. So what we'll do is we'll take a scripture and we say, well, that doesn't apply now. 
And that's, that he says his word is the same. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are you praying for your parents? In, in, in real time. Children, are you praying for your parents? Because see, the thing, that thing that's so wild is that if I'm six years old and I've never dealt with money, I can't say my parents wasted money. Because I don't know about money. I just know when I get what I wanted to get. If you're six years old, you never had to rent a house. You don't know how that works. If they can see Billy Bob is not good for you, you just want them to be friends. But you didn't know when they went over the house what would happen. Don't read in between the lines for that. It's okay to say no to your children. Because you know who they hang with. Y'all understand? The Bible says, I mean, y'all read the Bible? I mean, my Bible says evil communication, way of life, corrupts good manners. Would you forgive them? Now, that's a real question I'm asking. Would you forgive your parents for not being who you thought they needed to be? Would you forgive your parents for them not knowing how to raise you? But see, some things, the only thing you can look at and say, I thank God for was they brought you here. But not only did they bring you here, but somebody had to feed you. You didn't know how to feed yourself. Somebody had to change you. Somebody had to bathe you. Now, even if you had a grandmother that took the place, forgive your mom for having to give you away. Because guys, over time, it's called a bitter root judgment. Deuteronomy says, honor thy father and mother that all will go well with you. That you will live long on the earth and that all will go well with you. In every area where you dishonored your parents, it's the same area that's not going to go well for you. If you dishonored them about finances, that's where your challenge is going to be. If you honor them about finances, guess where your blessings are going to be? Would you be willing to forgive? So repeat after me. You can hit the lights for, for just that, that, that session. So repeat after me. And, and turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't care if you hear what I'm saying. I need it. So repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive my parents for causing me to feel like I wasn't enough. I forgive them for the times I felt abandoned. I thank you that now that I've forgiven them, I have the freedom, the anointing, and the life to enjoy and to turn everything around. Because you are my source. They did the best that they knew how. And I thank you in advance that I'm free. I thank you that you will show me ways to love them back for those that are still here. In Jesus' name, amen. And just keep your eyes closed for a second. Holy Spirit, what, what, what do you want them to know? What do you want them to know? I thank you for revealing it to their spirit. 
They took the massive step that you were waiting on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Give me three on that side and three on that side. What did God tell you? Just slip up your hand. I see one over here. Because he's talking. See one here? Yes, ma'am. He was working in me the things that I experienced as a child. Okay. To be able to help others. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yes, sir. Um, he showed me uh, the moment I had with my dad yesterday. So we were just walking downtown uh -huh. and we were just roaming through random hotels. Okay. And we just found some, some place to eat and we okay. ate. That was good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Just heard I'm free. I'm free? Is that talking to you? Yes. Okay. You receive it? Yes. Okay. How are you like your parents? You can go ahead, Ashley. How are you like your parents? Um, well, I'll, I'll answer that question. Oh, no, no, no. Whatever you hit, raise your hand for. Let's go with that. Okay. Well, <laughs> the Holy Spirit told me that I need to take my mom out. Okay. Just call her and say, put your clothes on and just go. Let's go. Okay. And as far as my dad, um, to forgive him. To and, forgive him? And find him. Okay. And tell him that I forgive him. Glory to God. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we sent four ministering angels to go forth and locate her dad so that, that he'll be able to, to receive the call. And we thank you in advance as a quick and as a fast work. But when Ashley tells him that I forgive you, it's going to change his whole life. And we just call it manifest. All in agreement, say? Amen. Because sometimes people don't want to call because they're they ashamed. But if you're free, you call. Just make the call. You have everything to gain. God's doing something with this day, man. This wasn't the message until yesterday. Deuteronomy 5.16 and Amplified. Honor, respect, value as precious your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you. So that your days on the earth may be prolonged. And so that it may go well with you in the land which the Lord God gives you. And let me come back and share something, guys. Because of our parents and the sometimes the abusive relationships you might have, you can still love them, but you can set boundaries. If every time they're around you and they talk down to you, it's okay to, to limit the time. You don't have to stay present in an abusive relationship. But you listen with respect. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. I'll be going there. I just want to stop by and, and see how you're doing. You need anything? See, when you master people, your life won't be jacked up. Because, see, you're going to meet special people in, anywhere you go. But if you can process them, what is their need? What, what, what's really going on with them? Then you won't take it home with you. You won't let that end your meal. But because you, you're going to be dealing with people all your life. So are your parents. Because guess what? 
the children looking at you funny. Why did they tell me this? Why I got to do that? Why come I, how come I can't go over there? <laughs> you ain't tell them you know their parents. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So honor, you're supposed to show respect. You're supposed to value as precious, your parents. Because how, how many people's parents have already gone to heaven? Yeah. So if you got one that's left, make sure you, you, you honor that person. So that your days on the earth may be prolonged. See, I don't see sickness and disease and all that in there. You're supposed to have a good life by honoring your parents. And then when it goes on to say, so it may go well with you. So in every area where it's not going well, we might need to take a look. Because that's how I came to this. Uh, somebody raised their hand over? Yes, is, sir. Is it oh, is it an age limit where a kid can set a boundary? Or uh, is it when more, once they understand the boundary, they can set it? Once they understand the boundary, they can set it. Okay. Yes, sir. Because it won't look abrupt and it won't look nasty. It'll look honorable. You can say, can you say, okay, mom, got to go. Is that disrespectful? Is there anything you need before I leave? That's honorable. If you know how somebody, somebody is when you go see them and they, they, you don't like how their house is, well, call them. You understand what I'm saying? Boundaries set healthy things for you. Don't try to make people what you want them to be. But you can't limit the time you are with the people who have a challenge with you. But I'm just asking you to take a look at that thing to think about. What area of your life is not going well? And is it because I dishonor my parents? And those are simple questions you can ask the Holy Spirit, he'll tell you. But these are ways that you can show honor. You can pray for them. That the eyes of their understanding are enlightened, that they would know the hope of their calling in Christ Jesus. You can pray for their patience. You can pray for their finances. You can pray for their marriage. You can pray for their house. You can pray about their bills. What would you want somebody praying for you? Pray it for them. Start thanking them. Just call them up. Don't wait till Mother's Day or Father's Day. Don't wait till Christmas or Thanksgiving. <laughs> call them in the middle of the year when nothing is going on. Or just when something just happened you, and, and God showed you something about them. Just give them a call. Say, hey, Mom, hey, Dad. Would you ever want you call them? I just want to thank you. You know what happened today? I saw something that, that I realized that you were telling me about be careful about my money. And I did that, and guess what? I had enough to be able to pay something else or bless somebody else because of what you taught me. And this is what you want to do. You want to emphasize that the only reason you're calling is for that. So you won't talk long. You just say, I just called. That was a saw, wasn't it? Okay, see, I do y'all got see, see the talking there, honey. The talking there. I wasn't talking that verse. You say, the only reason I called was to tell you that. And that's going to stand out to them. When they get off the phone, they're going to smile. If you got parents that don't smile or grin, they're going to smile and grin about that. Because they're going to tell somebody else about it. They're going to call somebody else. You know, they get, you know what my child said to me. <laughs> Talking to them. You can do it by phone. Virtue. 
But Holy Spirit showed them that this is not a law, but this is an opportunity. I'm not telling them to do this because they have to. It's to their advantage. It's to their blessing. It's to their multiplication. Talking to them. Just, just, just call them up and say, hey, just, just call. want to check on you, talk to you, see how you're doing, what's going on. And, and if they throw their show out at you, just listen to the show. Yeah, you know, Price is Right. You know, that, that, that's one that used to be famous in my family. Price is Right. Guess who won what? What, what, what happened? What, what did they wear? You act like you're interested in other stuff. Act like you're interested in this. <laughs> we used to come home and tell them what's, what happened at school, what the teacher said. <laughs> Encourage them. Mom, Dad, how you feeling? Do, do I need to take you to the doctor? You're going to shock them. And remember, you're not competing against the other brothers and sisters. Amen? Amen. This is your relationship. care for them? How, how you care for somebody? Mom, what you need at the grocery store? My mom used to like, like Pepsis. No, Coke. Yeah, it was Coke. And, and, and we bought, mm, how, how far did you say Mr. Folks was, Tim? Probably about mm, 150 yards, maybe. 150 yards. So we had to walk and get, get mom one to get a Coke. So she wanted a coat. Let's get a coat. But as we got older, we was able to get, you know, a cart. See, you know, she gave us the money. Let's go get the coat. You know what they like, man? Get it for them. You got somebody? Yes, ma'am. The last time I asked my mama if she needed help or anything, she was baffled and speechless and couldn't give me anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's called shock. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, honey. <laughs> but do it again, Jay. Do it again. Hey, Amen. Do it till she say yeah. Y'all okay with that? Can we do it till they say yeah? Because God be something they need. <laughs> so I like to every head bowed and every eye closed. And Father, I just thank you for this opportunity. Thank you that I was obedient to what you told me to do. But I, I need to say one more thing. But I thank you that you said it needs to be shown. Y'all check this out. James chapter 1 verse 17 to 18 in the message Bible. So my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of lights. What, what comes from heaven? But desirable and beneficial. So he's given us the best. But check out this. There is nothing deceitful in God. Nothing two-faced. Nothing fickle. So we don't have to wonder whether we can trust him. Because he's giving us the best of the best. He brought us to life using true word, showing us off as the crown of his creations. So every time he made one of us, he was showing us off. The crown of, our cre of his creation. 
That means the best of the best. So if you want to know how God sees you, I want you to think about that. You is how he sees you. The crown of all his creation. Each and every one of us. So, Father, we thank you in advance for what you chose to do today. Thank you for this opportunity. And I thank you in advance for what happened last Sunday so that the children would already be here this Sunday in this room because you wanted to minister to them, and I thank you. I thank you that the word fell on good ground. It didn't fall on stony ground. It fell on good ground, not only for our children but also for ourselves so that we would know how to walk, how to make those adjustments, how to teach and train other people to honor their parents. For those who have already gone to heaven and glory, we thank you that there are other people, that other parents that we can enlighten, that we can check on, that we can call on, that we can talk to, just to make their day, just to walk in the freedom that you gave us. So, Father, we recognize that the sickness and evil that we encounter is more than our humanity can bear. And we thank you for your peace that has manifested in such a way that we leave enriched and transformed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So just close your eyes one more time. And let's go get some salvation for those who need it. So, Father, your word says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that God raised me from the dead, that I'm saved, I'm born again, I have eternal life. So those in the congregation, repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said in your word that if I call on your name and to see you as Lord Jesus, that I'll be saved, I'll be born again, and I have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father for giving me the son. I'm saved now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.